I get I get songs from a Digital Devil Saga stuck in my head from time to time. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor, and I am here with Doc. And Sas- Sasquatch Senpai. Sorry, I was looking up a Persona 4 song because it's stuck in my head. And it I, is Specialist. That is it. I, I know. I, <laughs> it the, is the, Specialist. The first, like, five seconds of the recording, I caught the da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, breaking things out with Diablo 2, some more information on here. Um, we had a little bit last week, and so just a small follow-up. It looks like they have confirmed that it will not have cross-play. So, while players can transfer data between platforms, so um, your progress can stay consistent in the first-player modes, cross-play is not going to happen. They say that it's simply quote, not the right fit for the game. Um, and excuse me. And, um, the, uh, it, they, they claim that essentially it's just too different, too much, di- too many differences in the user interface, in the control schemes and design elements. Um, and I mean, on, on a modern game, I, I think that'd be a really weak argument, but considering that they're remastering, um, a, a game that was made a long time ago. I can see where some of that might bring in some difficulty. I, I mean, I, I think like it's a long time ago is not a strong enough description. Is it like two decades? Yeah. Yeah. So this the, game is 20 years old. The fact that it's going to be on <laughs> multiple platforms, I think my is life. <laughs> so like, yeah, so it's not going to be crossplay, but the fact that you'll be able to play it on your consoles, I think is a pretty big boon in itself. So that, that doesn't bother me that bad, especially because with how multiplayer acts in Diablo, it's not like we need these huge bulks. You're not you, you're not forming queuing parties like in a lot of modern MMOs. So you don't need these bulk servers. Most of the time you don't want to see other people. At least if you play on hardcore like I do, you know what I mean? So it's it's not quite as um, uh, it's not really as big of a deal, I don't think, for it to not have crossplay. It doesn't really bother me that much anyways. I'm just stoked that I'm, that they're doing it at all and that it's going to be on console. So, it looks I mean, like... It makes oh. sense. Uh, sorry, it makes sense. Diablo 3 did fairly well on consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Diablo 4 will also be on consoles, but... I th- yeah. Yeah, we'll just have... have any sort of special console input like diablo 3 had like a special dodge roll thing that was awesome which i really missed on pc mm-hmm. <laughs> me too the first yeah. time i played diablo 3 was on console and when i got it for pc a while later i was like why is there no dodge it, it was just like a nice thing it kind of made sense for the game it made it i don't know when i Whatever. see and i think that's kind of what they're alluding to is that this there's going to be similar things with um the remaster and that there's there literally is going to be different control schemas and different uis for the console versus the pc version so this is just it's just cleaner to not have cross play <clears throat> i think it's just lazy 
and it, and probably is. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't honestly know what they've got going on with it because we haven't seen that much. So I, I think honestly, I think it depends on exactly how much polishing they're putting onto it. Because um, I, I I've seen a lot of remasters that are really just like glamorized ports. So it's I think a lot is yet to be seen, but I have high hopes for it in general. Um, they should have bit and it does look like it is indeed upscaled and everything so oh okay so sony has reportedly banned uh, violent depictions in recent games so specifically um there's a new policy that's now uh, preventing dismemberment in games specifically when it comes to human anatomy or at least limbs that look like they belong to a human um so there are exceptions to this one of them being uh dragon ball z kakarot which managed to get away with dismemberment because it was different impressions since it wasn't as realistic so there's <laughs> actually I, cut what, out most oh. of the dismemberments that took place in Kakarot, just completely. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole bit with Tien losing his hand, uh, Nail's arm getting ripped off, those were just completely not in uh, Kakarot. Mm. And I was surprised, because I'm very familiar with that source material, and so well, I was curious. <laughs> It was specifically <laughs> Namba's arm that got left in because it was considered unrealistic enough. But uh, Sony's censorship on this sort of stuff is really off the fucking walls. Yeah. Bonkers. Um, they cut out a lot of sexualized content from other games of a similar art style, you know, like the anime style. Do you style, remember the Street Fighter? In, like, but they kept in like a full on fucking sex scene in their own uh, Last of Us 2. So yeah, the fuck? who the fuck knows what they're doing anymore? It, I think it. Well, I mean, but, you know, it's, Sony does what Sony wants. If it's something that they own, it, it then they are. That, but it's just really fucking dumb. Yeah, I don't I don't know. They. Yeah, I don't know. The The whole thing is just stupid, especially. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Speaking of Dragon dumb. Ball Z and Dismembered Arms, after this, I'll share you my favorite. Uh, I'll, I'll send you my favorite. Dragon Ball Z ish video <laughs> featuring a dismembered arm. Nice. Is it is it Freezer ripping off Nail's arm like twenty seven no. times? No, 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 no. It's so much better. It is infinitely better. I'm nice. I'm gonna be needing to see that because it's hard Absolutely. to get better than, than the uh, Team Four Star edit where he rips off his arm like just continues. Oh, don't worry. It is Team Four Star. Oh, <laughs> all right then. So, new PS5 uh, de novo announcement has PlayStation fans divided. Yep. Uh, de novo's anti-cheat is coming to PS5. In fact, it's actually already there in some games. Um, and fucking de novo. <sighs> a lot of people that have beef with it have beef with their anti-tamper software. Which this is not. They've specifically said they're not bringing anti anti tamper. Um, they're just bringing the anti cheat, so it shouldn't impact performance the way the uh, the anti tamper does. Uh, which is a good thing because I've I have heard horror stories about uh, De Nuvo. It creates like actual lag in an offline game. <laughs> Oof. 
It's fucking horrendous. I have a buddy whose uh, hard drive got bricked from how much Denuvo was like rewriting. Yeah. Like, I used to, like, people complained about, um, like, how far into your system the Valorant games anti cheat software goes. It's like down to the fucking core, it, it's there on startup, but oh, wow. like, it's nowhere near as awful as what Denuvo does just for, you know, people not cracking a game. <laughs> but at least um, you said it's, it doesn't come with that bit, right? On the it, PS5? Yeah, it's, 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 it's not going to be the anti-tamper and it's not being okay. installed to the system. It's something that uh, game publishers can add to their games. So, mm, OK, so um, so it's completely server side. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's going to come with the game if if the publisher puts it there. Okay. So uh, you don't have to worry about it messing up your your PlayStation. Mm. <laughs> and and then it was also pointed out uh, that the PS4 has Denuvo anti-cheat in the same implementation. So kind of kind of seems like getting upset about it at this point is moot. Yeah. So speaking of PS5s, uh, Resident Evil Village, PS5 load times and file sizes have been revealed. Uh, yeah, it's the first sort of bit of information we have on it at all. Um, the size of the game without the typical day one patch that these games have is only 27.325 gigabytes. Hey, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, the game looks great. Um, Resident Evil games are generally pretty hefty. But uh, yeah, uh, it's also preloaded May 5th and it's launches May 7th. Everyone probably is who's interested knows it's launched, but you can preload it two days early and get started on that. Um, I wish multiplayer, the multiplayer does. There is there is a reverse special free multiplayer version thing that comes with the game as well, which um, that size was also revealed as 15 gigabytes on Xbox systems. So really, you're going to be having what is that? 40, 42 some odd gigabytes. But that's not bad for a brand new game at all. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. So. Yeah, that's their first little bit of information on that for its release, at least. So, and then kind of in that same vein of PlayStation, uh, the Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. uh, P or PC version is going to launch on March twenty sixth via Battle.net. Yes, and I am excited. Um, I don't have a console; I just have a PC. But uh, yeah. So the PC, it launches on Battle.net on March 26th. Makes sense. Um, Battle.net was primarily just Blizzard's uh, web store, but since their merger with Activision, you can now find uh, Activision games there, such as Call of Duty and stuff. Um, it is exclusively so far on Battle.net. Um, presumably, there will be a Steam version when a timed release ex- timed exclusive window releases up Hmm. um the xbox series x and s switch and playstation 5 also will have their versions coming out on the 12th so hey today oh yeah yesterday if you're listening to this (laughs) yeah but uh yeah uh i mean for being uh, so delayed crash Bandicoot 4 has been um 
has been getting good reviews. It's in a good spot. It's a good callback with plenty of fun new stuff, and I've watched some speedruns on it, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Nice. All right. And looks like Final Fantasy XIV has taken another strike against real-world trading, and Doc has some more information on that for us. Yep, 5,000-plus uh, Final Fantasy XIV players have been uh, banned for uh, real-money transactions. If if you've been playing MMOs at all for the last, you know, Two 10, decades 15 or so, years, yeah. <laughs> this is not new. No. Um, Play stupid it's, games, it's, win stupid prizes. It's it's been in the the terms of service that nothing in this game uh, has monetary value, other than things you know published by the publishers. So that's uh, a yeah. that's their money, and you're not supposed to be taking it. I mean, I guess? people uh, people can't be like you said. It's this has been a thing for you know as long as MMOs have been a thing for like two decades, and it's always been against the rules of any MMO. So it's you can't go. You there's no one's no one's got an excuse of not knowing. Everyone knows what they're doing. So if you get banned because uh, it's just the same thing. I art when I I see dumb people in some of the RuneScape groups. They're like, oh, I shouldn't get banned for just because I had a bot. I'm like, dude, you you know botting's gonna get you banned. It's a well. <laughs> known thing in the community so don't bitch when you get caught botting and get banned it's if you're gonna do it then then you know the risks fine do it do you but know the risks and don't whine when like the consequences of your actions take place but that's my hot take on it i don't know um, I mean, then you have some, some games just took it upon themselves to offer that same service, but you know, through their terms of service, like wow, you can you can buy WoW tokens for fifteen dollars, and they have mm-hmm. a a varying price. Which, hilariously enough, it's cheaper to get your gold that way than <laughs> through using external sources, and also it's probably actually about the same speed or whatever. Um, my my tokens uh, usually sell within. It's really, really fast. Um, high pop servers. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you're buying your gold from, you know, Chinese farm gold farm sites or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll take about that time if you're on a high pop server and longer on a low pop server and whatnot. But I mean, <clears throat> it's a better deal just to use their services already. And you're going to give well, someone else more game time with that because those could be converted to game time if you so much want so. Or you can just, you know, buy your wow gold with it. And <laughs> That's what RuneScape does. And people RuneScape does this, almost the same thing and yet people still buy fucking gold for RuneScape and RuneScape still get banned. Sell gold? Well, it's check it. They actually have a really neat way. What they do is they um so it makes it to where you're essentially you can even in a way buy and sell gold between players while giving Jagex part of the cut and doing it legally. It, it, it makes it to where players can actually earn membership by playing the game because what you can do is buy um, an in-game item called bonds and a bond costs okay. about 15 million gold um, and you can buy one for like six bucks and then you're only it can only be transferred from player to player once. So if you buy one for six bucks and you trade it to someone, then they all they can do is use it. They can't trade it to another player, so they pay you 15 million gold in game for it and then they can use one bond can be exchanged for a month of membership or it can be used to buy keys for their their um 
their fucking loot box thing or can be used to buy battle pass skips um, and all kinds of stuff like that. So essentially, since you can use them to pay for your membership, it lets you earn in-game gold and buy these bonds to buy your membership while at the same time someone else is paying real money and then selling these bonds and getting in-game gold. So it creates kind of this little – and it works really well, um, and yet people still buy gold and get banned. And then like, why? How is – why is Jagex allowed to do it? No, I'm not. They banned me for buying gold when they sell it themselves. Yeah, well, yes, because it's it's their game. You're not buying it from them. I, 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 it's not rocket science. It's, it's literally reading. I mean, it's, services. it's no different than if you walked your ass into a restaurant and started eating a hot pocket. Like they're going to and they're going to be like, are you going to order something? Nah, I'm just going to eat my hot pocket and drink my can of soda right here in your restaurant. You need to leave is what they would tell you. You know what I mean? Like, yep, it's that simple. It's the same thing. So. Um, the Avengers patch 1.5 is going to be releasing on March 18th. Um, there's quite a few things packed in here. I think this is around the time I'm going to break it open. I got it when it was on sale a while back, and I still haven't actually gotten into it. Um, but it looks like there's a lot going on with the patch. Um, they're introducing a new operation, Hawkeye Future Imperfect, um, with a new story for Hawkeye and also adding uh, Maestro as a new villain and a new biome of the Wasteland. Some new features that are coming in is a campaign replay and hard room customization. Uh, and it also yeah, I don't know why the campaign replay wasn't in there to begin with. It's kind of fucking dumb. I was I was stunned when I saw that. I'm like, what do you mean campaign replay is a new feature? What is this? But um, and then it's uh, releasing on new consoles has improved uh, graphics with 4K and 60 FPS, um, faster load times. And you have free upgrade if you have um, the previous. So if you have it on PS4, you can free upgrade to PS5 and it will save or it will transfer your your save files. So that's cool. But what were you going to say, Sasquatch? Sorry. Oh, yeah, oh, it was actually um, me. Uh, I was um, asking, how's the uh, how's the player base for Avengers doing? I I remember we covered it being real low. <laughs> yeah, it was like players. like you couldn't um, even play online essentially. I can find it real quick. Yeah, that'd be an interesting update since mm, indeed. this is the first Avengers news since that. I think this this is the first major update since then too. So if anything's this is if anything's going to breathe life into it, it's going to be now. <clears throat> Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Well, this isn't really. This is March 18th, so the next week that it's coming. Yeah. So when it launched uh, in September, um, <clears throat> peak player count twenty eight thousand, average player count seven thousand. That's pretty normal for a game like this. Um, a month later, it dropped down to three thousand peak players with fourteen hundred average. Currently, yeah. <laughs> currently, it is down to 440 average players. Oh, no. Now, this is just on Steam. Um, this is a percentage gain and a player count gain over what it was in February of 4%. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's struggling. Press F <laughs> well, in the chat for Avengers. Um, Oof. like... 
what happens when your game launches with so many fucking bugs you push back all of your promised content and when like a live service game that's fine that's what it's built as you have plenty of those it's essentially what an mmo is but uh you want to make sure you have plenty of content to actually do as well while they're waiting for new updates yes there's no campaign replay like what the fuck it's partly the reason why outriders is launching the way it is as not a live service game with everything already included with more stuff planned further down the line. Mm. It's just bad advertising. Now you don't want to say you're a live service game. Yeah. So but, uh, maybe it'll breathe some life in. Um, I'm not going to reinstall it yet. I'll wait till there's more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so animal crossing new horizons um, now has a new build bear collection coming soon. Yeah, so Build-A-Bear Workshop has announced they have a new collection uh, based around Animal Crossing New Horizon. Um, I mean, I just thought it was neat. Uh, Probably won't get one, but uh, a lot of different Nintendo uh, IPs have Build-A-Bear versions and varieties out. Um, So far, it's only the US and UK. Um, They'll all be based off popular villagers as well so um all of your favorite animals that you don't kick out of your little island um (laughs) so if you if you like collecting animal crossing paraphernalia i don't know i don't know what all there is out there collectible wise but uh crossing paraphernalia (laughs) i call everything paraphernalia like i have anime paraphernalia (laughs) that sounds dirty (laughs) <laughs> that's the point <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke look man i got an ahagao hoodie um, <laughs> so like i don't know what you want from me <laughs> <laughs> so, i got a docky it's 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 just all downhill <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> but uh yeah so if you're into if you're into collectibles specifically for the animal crossing franchise um, you got Build-A-Bear varieties coming out. Now, these aren't customizable. This isn't you go into a Build-A-Bear and build them yourself. Um, like all the, the kids want to do nowadays or something. I don't know. Mm. Uh, these are pre-made villagers that you can order from Build-A-Bear. Think like a T.Y. Beanie Baby. Uh, Already made for you. Okay. Those are still a thing uh, because I buy my niece cats. T- uh, Beanie Baby cats. Mm. So those are still a thing, by the way. Usually like unicorn cats or something. Unicats. <laughs> Unicats. So on to some Microsoft news. It looks like your Xbox could become a living room PC, at least more so than it might already be considered anyways. I couldn't find this article. Where'd you find this? Uh, Was it me? Yeah. What? I don't even remember seeing it on the list. Is I don't remember it, seeing it either. Am I insane? Yes. I see. Maybe. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Your Xbox could become a living room PC thanks to the console's new dot, dot, dot. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, new what? Because it's getting a new version of Microsoft's Edge browser. Okay, that was uh. a letdown. <laughs> that was a lot of build up for bullshit especially because the image on the article is a dude with a head crab oh my yeah fuck. that's a that's norman reedus from um, <laughs> norman reedus from death stranding <laughs> okay fuck. Uh, sam bridges i i actually have a uh 
a head crab uh, hat. Neat. All right, so here's exactly where like that. Here's where the living room PC talk <clears throat> is coming from. It, okay. it kind of makes sense in context. Okay. Um, this version of Microsoft Edge will support the streaming of NVIDIA's GeForce Now as well as Google Stadia streaming. Mm. Um, this also includes built-in support for apps such as Discord and Skype. So while you nice. have your web browser running in the background, you will be able to actively access Discord. Oh my god! Dude, what the fuck would you Skype? Like, what the fuck is Dude, this? Two thousand twelve. I've Jesus been Christ. fucking ranting for at least a solid year, maybe two. That I wish PlayStation would fucking put a native Discord app in, so I could talk on Discord while on my fucking PlayStation. You know, I so, did totally just figure out how to do that tonight. That's true. That it's a workaround, but I definitely couldn't play Call of Duty and do that. No, but uh, yeah. So it's it. The GeForce now is kind of big because as long as you own a game in Steam or Epic, um, you can stream it fully. Uh, some some games have pulled their games from the service because they're like, well, this wasn't originally the terms because it's like a five dollars a month to stream whatever you want at any time. Um, just because it is a huge server load on NVIDIA themselves. But uh, yes, yeah, so you can pretty much play your PC games on your console perfectly fine, which is kind of a big deal. Um, that'd be something probably you'd be more interested in than any of us, Thor. Mm-hmm. Since you like to well, lounge back with your old man hands on a controller. old man bones. <laughs> oh, no, I'm uh, excited because I, even though I'm not an Xbox fan, it's setting precedent, right? So that's still good. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Now the the web browser for some reason, even though games do, doesn't support mouse and keyboard support. So you'll need to make sure your game has controller <laughs> support. But it's really hard to find anything outside of like maybe an RTS that doesn't have controller support. So yeah. <laughs> and there are traditional controller schemes for RTSs on console. I- I, I will say yeah. that, and this tripped dogs a thought out. He could not wrap his brain around it when I made this statement on live stream. But when we did the Command and Conquer remake, um, I was getting really tripped out when I was starting because when I played the original Command and Conquer, I played it on PlayStation, on PS1. Um, right. And so when I was trying to do it with the PC controls, I was like, what the fuck? I don't know how to do anything because I was used to playing it on PlayStation. Um, and he was baffled at the fact that it was even doable with a PlayStation remote and that that's what I was accustomed to. So Man. you can do RTSs with a controller. I, I, I played remember. StarCraft on Nintendo 64. I still remember all of the keybinds for Age of Empires 2 back in the MSN nice. Gaming Zone days. Oh, dude, I played nice. so like, much of that. 12-year-old me was top 10 in the country. <laughs> now I'm fucking retarded. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I did it. <laughs> so you picked the Mongols and you made a bunch of archers. Uh, no, I was the Goths. Oh, fucking Huskarls, man. Nice. Things fucking rock shit. They're cheap. Make an entire army of elite units. What the fuck are they going to do? And I mean, you know what they count? They countered Mongols, too, because they had chain mail. Naturally, they took reduced range damage. Yeah. <laughs> Goths, Goths were the other the other uh, faction I played. Um, also. While the GeForce now will currently work on the of um, Edge, 
who knows because Microsoft is also pushing their own X Cloud streaming service. Um, but if you're already playing on your Xbox, you don't really need to stream X Cloud. That's mm. be more of something for a different platform. Like you'd want to get that working on a PlayStation Five or I guess technically a PC too, even though you have your games pass there, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk more about that, you know, coming up some, that's a bunch of additions to that. So um, I haven't touched X cloud. Um, I did. En- I, I didn't find a, I, I did try PlayStation now just because I really wanted to play a, a, a Sura's wrath. And I mean, game. I don't a lag hiccup of one moment here or there, but um, NVIDIA uh, GeForce Now um, has received nothing but praise. Uh, Stadia, all seven people who use that service enjoy it. Um, <laughs> what I've heard of xCloud, people have enjoyed it. So, I mean, as long as your internet can support it, um, the big thing with GeForce Now is that it's raises and lowers the quality in real time without any sort of slowdowns based upon your internet connection. So you won't have those slowdowns based on quality. So mm, nice. This is kind of huge. You'll be able to play your PC games on your console. Yeah, that's cool. Well, let's uh, let's dive into those Microsoft and Bethesda updates. Yeah, so the uh, EU officially approved Microsoft's seven and a half billion dollar Bethesda acquisitions. So um, that's officially going through. They won't have to make any random minor shell companies or anything like that to get it going. But uh, yeah, so there is quite a bit of news on top of this. The first big bit would be that uh, the Games Pass is adding 20 additional Bethesda games immediately. Nice. Quite a hefty, quite a hefty little library. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, we got really all of their probably Bethesda's biggest game selection that you could want right now. You have your Dishonored, Dishonored One and Two, Doom, Doom Two, Doom Sixty Four, Doom Three, Doom Eternal. So this was all just um, a huge plan to get Skyrim onto another platform. Uh, Skyrim's already on the Xbox Series X and S. Yeah, but it wasn't on Games Pass. I think it was. It might have been. <laughs> the but... uh, the Ultimate Edition's now on Games Pass, though. So um, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, uh, Fallout 76 and all of its expansions, uh, Prey, Rage 2, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, ooh, that's free to play. Wonder why that's hmm. there uh the evil within uh wolfenstein the new order wolfenstein the old blood and wolfenstein young blood um i mean you got a ton of new good games added right here they're iconic games uh really i would go check yeah. them all out all 76 i don't think is as bad as people make it out to be at least not anymore um Marwin, check out rage 2 was fun uh probably ignore skyrim at this point because you've probably played it 500 times <laughs> but yeah everything there is worth checking out i'm kind of curious as to what elder scrolls online is doing there maybe it's a buy once no subscription thing i don't know hmm. let's 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 see if they can get skyrim ported to the neo geo uh 
I mean, I saw a video of Doom running on a fucking pregnancy test, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that too. Oh, <laughs> so not all of these games are available on every single platform. Um, Fallout New Vegas is only available on consoles for some reason. Oh, weird. But uh, yeah, you nearly all of them are available at least on PC or even on xCloud, it looks like. So mm. you, have a good, you have a good variety here. Nice. That's weird. Why is Fallout New Vegas not on PC? Yeah, it seems like kind of a weird uh, stipulation. Hmm. No Fallout 3, though, either. That's weird. Oh, huh. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, so you got a ton of new Bethesda games coming. Um, On top of that, Microsoft did say they're going to... They're going to... They do want some... exclusive games pass games but a lot of the major titles will be released on everything because you know what's better than money is more money so yeah they're not going to restrict the elder scroll series they're not they're not they, they know that those, they're gonna those just, big games yeah they're just going to make heapings of money if they put it out on all platforms so i can see um smaller smaller like digital only releases on their console only, but yeah. Well, and I could um, even see him doing Elder Scrolls spin-off games and putting those out, but not like mainline entries, essentially. Yeah, and uh, from Spencer of Microsoft, uh, he did say that he wants the acquisition to be delivering great exclusive games wherever the Games Pass is available, so your console, your PC, um, xCloud, so, you know, streaming to your phone or whatever, wherever. Um, he did say, if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that no, is this is about delivering a great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building and the creative capability we will be able to bring to market for our Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. Um he continued so obviously i can't sit here and say every bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true there are contractual obligations that we're going to see through as we always do in every one of these instances we have games that exist on other platforms we're going to support those games on the platforms they're on there are communities of players we love those players and we'll continue to invest in them and even in the future there might be things that have either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do so it's still just kind of up in the air whatever um Anything already pre-planned on every other console is still going to go to every other console. Past that, who knows? Because um, really, Starfield was confirmed on everything. Fallout, uh, Elder Scrolls Six was confirmed on everything. So that's really the only things up in the air for the future for Bethesda mm-hmm. right now. And didn't they give updates on Starfield? Uh, kinda. <laughs> I just Not noticed really it's part of one of the headlines. More. Yeah, so this was this was more of just a continuation on this. Um, mm. Ashley Chang of Bethesda Game Studios says the team working on Starfield is uniquely positioned to succeed with how popular the Elder Scrolls series has been and with how this is a new unique take that's like a combination of not the so corny apocalyptic fallout, but more of a sci-fi future yeah. mixed with Elder Scrolls, so... And this was during a huge like Bethesda X Microsoft briefing after the sale was officially allowed. Mm. So 
Um, <clears throat> really, she was just uh, going on talking about how the people working on Starfield have worked on many other open world RPGs together with one another. So it's not like they're a new team. Well, that's good. Cohesion in dev teams is always really good. Yeah, so it's and probably multiple, just various different uh, Bethesda developers who have worked together before on nice. however many open world games they have. So yeah. this could be people who worked on both Elder Scrolls and Fallout series. So you get kind of like a mishmash of both of those. So that's what I would do is if I, if I was the project manager, because it's something new. So you'd want a little bit of uh, school of thought from both of their main areas like that. Um, they did also say that they will have more information about this, more information about what what they mean by exclusive Game Pass stuff, um, supporting other platforms and everything at another event they have planned for this summer. So, nice. cool. And then let's see. Does anyone have any TV movie TV or movie updates? I thought I saw at least one in there. Uh, yeah, we got a Krieg uh, actor casting ah, for the borderlands okay. movie florian munsonow munsonow don't recognize I don't know. uh uh you will recognize this character victor drago from creed 2 okay i don't know if you saw creed 2 creed the creed movies are actually really good um but yeah so he will he will be playing the psychopath Cree uh krieg <laughs> not creed krieg <laughs> Nice. Well, that's a good fit. A crazy Russian for a crazy <laughs> psychopath. Yeah. Crazy does crazy. Were there any other um, any other spotlights on movie or TV? I think that was uh, it. I don't. I think that was really it. Kind of, yeah, really silent a little bit this week on them. Um, the only other thing on our kind of usual weekly updates, we have some Pokemon updates. There's actually quite a little bit going on here. Um, one cool yeah, thing there's some there, crazy events that I'm gonna have to like try and finish at work tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, tomorrow I'm gonna do some Pokemon Go streaming too. Um, and there's a lot. They they're they're uh, rolling out a new uh, invite your friends uh, mechanic that looks pretty neat. They say, let's see. So they're announcing the referral program, which isn't out yet, but will come soon, so that you can um, refer friends to join for the first time, and they'll receive uh, rewards in the form of special Pokemon encounters, incubators, and rare candy, as will the person who invited them. So you see this with a lot of online games where they give you the option to give a referral code and. Both the inviter and invitee get some special in-game items, and they're just bringing that in, which is pretty neat. Um, and then we also have a new season coming for March Pokemon Go events. Um, right now, of course, in March, we have our um, Shadow Arcticuno. <clears throat> Shadow Arcticuno, and April we're going to have Shadow Zapdos with May Shadow Moltres, um, and that's going to be in the new Team Go Rocket Special Research. Um, and then, of course, we have the Mega Raids with legendary Pokemon that have been going on and are continuing to. Right now, it's Tornadus, um, and it'll be Thunderous next week, and then We'll go to Thunderous and Tornadus again, so kind of going back and forth. But if you missed Landorus at the beginning of March, that's not coming back around. Um, and then, of course, we have our spotlight hours. We have Voltorb, Sunskirt, and Slugma left. 
And let's see, at the community day, which was Fletch, uh, Fletchling has already gone by, but we still have uh, continuing on the searching for legends. That's going to be ending soon. So if you haven't finished up searching for legends, you've got this weekend to do that. Uh, Incense Day will also be this weekend, Sunday, um, <clears throat> with a specialization on psychic <laughs> and steel type Pokemon. Um, and then we have Weather Week for the week of March 24th to 29th, where they will there will be a whirlwind of weather themed Pokemon appearing. So quite a bit of stuff going on. Um, they've also released some quality of life updates. Uh, trading Pokemon will have a chance of rewarding Candy XL now, um, and you'll get Candy XL as a guarantee from legendary, mythical, and evolved Pokemon that are caught. And walking with your buddy can also give you XL candy. Um, so that should help with leveling up your Pokemon as well. So there's quite a bit going on with Pokemon Go, and I'm going to be streaming some Pokemon Go tomorrow as well while I also try and hurry up and finish some of those research challenges. Then on the RuneScape side, there's they really haven't put out much for updates. Everything's been revolving around the same thing we, we've been seeing as those um, server issues they had. M the majority of players are back online and able to play, but there are there's still a pretty good segment of players that are unable to log in. Um, and I mean, if you go to the RuneScape website, the the entire front page of the website and every news update is just updates on the server issues. So they've been kind of all hands on deck with that for the last week. So <laughs> F to everybody who's still not able to log in. I've been able to log in. Um, everyone I've talked to has. Um, but I know uh, just from like, you know, the large groups on Facebook and a lot of other stuff that I've seen, there's still a pretty good chunk of player base that's not able to log in so hopefully they'll get that fixed up soon but it's they're still just posting updates as they come all right so moving on from our updates what have you been playing this last week sasquatch Hmm, a few things. Also, um, this NVIDIA broadcast software is pretty great because I was just whistling that entire fucking specialist song and did not pick up. Nice. <laughs> I was I was testing the volume I could do and it just I it Solid. just wouldn't pick up. Solid. So I mean, no beautiful background-ish elevator noise <laughs> for the podcast, but uh eh. Um, but anyways, what I've been playing is I have been playing some WoW a bit. I've been playing some Guild Wars 2 a bit. Um, I think I'm, I'm only now almost through the uh, base game's story content for Guild Wars 2. It's laid out a bit differently than like WoW. You level up, then every, every like 10 levels you have some story quests. It's kind of like backwards. It's weird. Not a lot of story in it like your typical MMO has like Final Fantasy 14 or something. That's not how you level up. You just do that stuff and then you go around the different zones, completing the entire zones to level up. It's neat, but different. Um, I've also been playing some League of Legends because I'm trash, a trash person. And I've been <laughs> playing some Apex Legends because I'm also a trash person. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a few gacha games on my phone. Um, so I've been playing with Ship Girls and I've been playing <laughs> Princess Connect Redive. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> gotcha's gotta collect them waifus 
How about you, Doc? What have you been playing this last week? I've been alternating back and forth uh, between Guilty Gear Exard and Persona 5. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, I'm uh, I'm really digging that. I, I knew I would. Yeah. But I've been waiting a long time to play it because it's still PS4 exclusive. And you got your dual sense to work. <laughs> yeah, and I did figure out just tonight how to get my dual sense to work on my PS4. Very nice. It's a very roundabout way, but yeah. it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it works, it and works. I'll take it. Yeah. It'll it'll allow me to <laughs> to stream my PS4 a lot easier too. Yeah. I haven't been able to play too much this week. I tried to get in on some Call of Duty and of course my Final Fantasy and RuneScape where I can. Um the only thing really new besides dipping back into Call of Duty is, of course, our Legend of Dragoon stream that um, Doc is joining me on on Saturdays. So we started that last Saturday, and that will continue um, this Saturday as well and continue every Saturday evening until we finish the Let's Play. Um, and then I'm going to be firing up Pokemon trading card game actually right after we're done recording here to stream that as well and pokemon go so that's about all i've been up to though i mean most of most of what i've been playing I've, has been my streams so what you see is what you get this last week i've been super swamped with work so all right that looks like it's going to do it for us this week though thank you so much everyone for tuning in don't forget to like and subscribe at our various channels listed in either the description or comment section below. <clears throat> and of course, our main page is facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great evening and a great rest of your weekend. Good night. Shane. A lot of anime titties on my YouTube. <laughs>